Hello, and welcome back to the show, your Ultimate Playlist podcast full of choice tracks. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Taj. All right. So if this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. And if you're a return listener, welcome back. Uh, just a quick little recap what we do here. Uh, there's a couple sides to our show. Side A is where we pick a theme. And then we pick our favorite song based on that theme. And then side B is where we listen to a full album that's been selected by a host. We have a conversation about that album, and then we pick our favorite choice track from that album. So let's go ahead and drop that needle on side A. All right. So for this episode, the theme that we went with is goodbye songs. Songs that say goodbye. And there's a lot of them out there. A lot of goodbye songs. Uh, there's so many to pick from. It's hard to just pick one, but we did. We each did, and we did a good job, I think. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and start us off with my choice track. And the song that I picked is a song from 1969. The song is... is didn't I blow your mind this time by the Delphonics? And the first time I ever heard the song, as far as I recall, was in the movie Jackie Brown. The song was on that album. That song was in the movie. And I gotta be honest with you, the first time I think I ever heard the song, or at least really noticed it when I listened to the album, I wasn't immediately taken by it. Um, and and then it was a song that grew, uh, grew on me. And and now I adore this song. And um, I this is sometimes when I have those late nights where I just want to pick some songs that I love. This is one that always comes to mind. It's one that I like to pick. Um, and yeah, it still holds up for me today. And just a little, little, uh, history behind the song. Uh, like I said, it was released in 1969. It was written by Tom Bell and William Hurt, who's the lead singer from, from the band. Uh, this song actually won the Grammy Award for best R&B vocal performance by duo or group. Um, it was, a it was a pretty big hit. And it was one of the early Philly songs as well. And, um, yeah, I just, I don't know. The song itself, you know, you're, you might be wondering, why is this your choice track for a goodbye song? And if you listen to the lyrics, it's him telling his, his well, now his ex-girlfriend uh, why he's leaving. And uh, she's kind of, she's, she's, losing a, a good thing and uh i mean that's a goodbye song to me um so what do you guys think uh, i liked it i hadn't heard it before but, but i did enjoy it and, and yeah it, it's one of those where uh the the stories yeah it's a goodbye song the story's there it, it's interesting because it's also him talking about how like um you know, he always kinds of kind of takes her back or like she always pulls stuff and then like he comes back and like this time it this is the last time. 
and and this is it like it no more like i i've come back before i ain't doing it again <laughs> type of thing and you're like oh man so he's putting the foot down laying the law down <laughs> so but yeah so but yeah it, i i totally get as a goodbye song for sure so when it's that time it's that time when you are ready to go you are ready to go and you're blowing her mind because she did not think you would get to this point. Mm-mm-mm. If that ain't classic toxic behavior, I don't know what is. Um, but uh, I know about the Delphonics very well. I know about this song very well. And I wouldn't expect this to come from anybody else but you. Because, you know, you have impeccable taste when it comes to music, much like myself. So, Thank you. Just, yeah, no problem, no problem. Yeah. Um, just for the simple fact of, of putting this out here, and as soon as you said what your pick was, it, it literally embedded in my brain what song it was, and that was going through, and I was singing it at times. And I said, okay, this this is a good one to lead off on, because for once in all of song history, not saying we haven't had a lot, but you know, we haven't had been recognized for a lot of the men actually taking control and leaving the woman. Um, so to speak. So this was definitely one of those moments that I was proud of. It's not a begging song for me begging you to come back. It's I'm leaving your ass because you fucked up and you're losing a good thing. And I love it. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a good chill vibe song. I like it. Um, it's, it's definitely old school, like, like brand style, man. That's a, it's a nice, sweet goodbye. <laughs> I guess there's like probably hard like hard feelings in this too, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, I, I the Delphonics are definitely cool band. Uh, I have I've heard of them, so I know of them. Um, yeah, this is this is like old school like a fifties like dance. I could see this being played at something like that, <laughs> but. The music composition, the uh, you know, the vocals, totally in sync. I mean, it's yeah, it's beautiful music. This is, this should be played on a record for sure. If you have a record player and you want to get Delphonics, get a record. But yeah, nice pick, man. I like it. Well, thank you, thank you. All right, well, let's go ahead and move on. And the next host. Who's going to say goodbye is Damon. All right. Well, I hate goodbyes. Um, yeah. <laughs> goodbyes are like, uh, I don't know. They could be good and bad. Usually it's like a bittersweet type deal. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but I, yeah. Goodbyes are not my favorite, favorite thing to do. <laughs> um, but, uh, Got to pick a good song for it. So, Dropkick Murphys. Um, this is a this is a band that I I've listened to a few times here and there, and I like I like that uh you know that Boston you know Celtic uh, punk sound. <laughs> um, this is this is a song called Until Next Time. And it's off of 11 short stories of pain and glory. 
I love the name of that that album. Um, but yeah, this is yeah this this to me embodies uh, good friendships that um, aren't over, but you know you've gone through gone through a lot with somebody and uh, your buddies. And uh, to me, anyways, this is like how I interpret it uh and with the lyrics but yeah then you uh you know it's not it's not goodbye forever but uh sometimes you just gotta move on do some different shit you know <laughs> so what do, what do you guys think of the Kick murphy's you guys like punk uh celtic music <laughs> i mean they're in like an irish pub band for sure but like with the fucking beat i mean these guys are pretty badass Anybody? I hear I hear bagpipes no. in the background. Uh, it's crickets. You are crickets. Crickets playing bagpipes. Bagpipes. Yeah. Yeah, that works. I liked it. I felt like I had heard it somewhere before, but I'm not sure. I did enjoy it. Um, you know, it's a real good closing, you know, closing time song for sure. Getting everybody out the bar. Um, and I agree with you. I do like the, you know, it's. You know, you don't want to say goodbye. You just want to say until next time, unless, yeah. But yeah, it, I enjoyed it. It was a good, a good happy farewell song, marching out, arm in arm, and then you know, separating the corner. I go my way, you go your ways. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Based on yeah, based on the name alone, I thought this was gonna be like a ska band, so to speak. <laughs> And I thought this was going to be like something like a tempo and kind of funny. And then when, when I heard it, I was like completely taken back. I did not expect that. So that was a good, that good, pleasant surprise. Um, you hit the nail on the head. This is the end of the night. Things are closing up. You know, it's that, it's that see you later type situation. You know, you know, you may not see that individual again. You never want to say just a complete goodbye. You just want to, Hey, I'll holler at you later, man. And just go your separate ways and have a good old time and make sure you get home before the cops pick you up. Um, so yeah, definitely felt the vibe, felt where it was coming from, understood it. Good pick. Yeah, and I, I definitely know the band. Um, I've heard a lot of songs by them. Um, so I, I knew what I was getting into when the song was about to start. I'm not sure I've heard this one before. Um, it was definitely a little bit different or wasn't quite what I was expecting for some reason. I, but then I realized it was Damon and sometimes Damon has these left field choices and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and I think it definitely works. I mean, the, definitely the, uh, yeah, the lyrics for sure fit this theme. And I thought it was a, it was a pretty good song. I, yeah, I've never really listened to much, uh, of drug kick Murphy's, um, they seem like a band that you that I would probably enjoy more if I was there um, watching a live performance than I do on the album. Just seems like they're a band with a lot of high octane energy and uh, you could really enjoy that vibe if you're at a live show. Yeah, I think Flog and Molly, the Pogues, these are bands that I feel are similar. Um, but yeah. Seeing, seeing Fog and Molly, haven't seen the Dropkick Murphys, but I would love to see them in a, in a show. I mean, they're still going. They're, they started in 96, so cool 90s band. I like that vibe. Um, that's kind of my thing. 
that's my favorite uh, decade. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Brandon, would you put this as a pre-encore song or make this the last encore song? Well, I mean, usually isn't the last song. They're usually one of their bigger hits. Oh. It could be the second to last song, maybe. Okay. Or the pre-encore. Like it, like they play this and then they go off stage and the lights are off and then you have them come out for the encore. That's what I'm saying. Well, you could you could yeah. do this as the last song. Then the lights go off and people are leaving. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't say forever <laughs> we'd not see each other. And then <laughs> right. just start their biggest hit. Right. I don't know. Something yeah. like that. Something like that. Okay. Who knows? Um, cool. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move on. And Diedrich, how do you say goodbye? I say goodbye with a middle finger and a walk away. Um, <laughs> but I did not want to do that for this particular episode. I wanted to keep it classy. Um, I stuck in the 70s because that, that was a definitely a, the vibe for sure. And I went with a song that every time I hear it, you know, it tears a little bit of me up. Mainly because it's not the goodbye that you want to do. It's the goodbye that you have to do um, against your will. And you don't know how or you don't have the words to say to make it feel right. You just know it has to be done. Um, and that in itself is is a gut-wrenching goodbye um, by, by any means. Especially when it's something that's not warranted, but it's something that you definitely have to do in order to move on with yourself. Um, I chose the Manhattans, 1976, I believe, and it's Kiss and Say Goodbye. Let's just kiss and say goodbye. I had to meet you it's, um, it's, it's one of those quintessential songs that, that literally lasted, you know, uh, throughout the whole 70s. Um, and it's one of the best songs that I ever heard out in the 70s. And so I definitely love the band and I definitely love this song. And tell me what y'all think about the Manhattans. Just to say goodbye. Well, I can, I can tell you, I love it. Uh, you know, we were usually, you know, uh, on the same page. Um, this is definitely mm -hmm. music that I gravitate towards. And this is a song I've heard. But it's been a very long time since I've heard it. Um, so you definitely mm -hmm. put this song back on my radar. And um, yeah, I, I, this is this is perfect. Um, I really I really enjoy the song and just I, I love I love the sound. I love the voice. Um, yeah, this is this is good stuff. But I wouldn't expect any less from you, Diedrich. So I'm saying I'm saying. <laughs> Impeccable taste, man. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. No, I, I, I do feel like I should probably listen to more, um, more by by the Manhattans, or maybe I have. It just it's it's been ages, so uh, yeah. I definitely need to to revisit the band, or you know, yeah, not a problem. So it, I I like the song. I mean, it it was. Uh, it, I like it, it was a really good one. It, I like how you're talking about how it is, you know, a goodbye, a goodbye that's hard to say. Uh, I'm still, it, and part of it is, it might be my listening. It, I feel like part of the goodbye is ambiguous because you don't know if 
for some reason, I got the impression when I was first listening to the first part of it, like there were two people that were like cheating on their spouses. But then there's part later on that kind of makes it feel like, no, they weren't. Because like he specifically says, I, I hope you find somebody uh, uh, like you, you'll find another guy or, or you. So you're like, well, wait a minute. Are they just just breaking up? And like, but yeah, it, it's 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 interesting because like. It, but yeah, it, and I think that may be intentional or it may just be me, bad listener. But yeah, no, no, it's it's definitely intentional. It, it's it's because the way that they laid it out in the song, there is no key definition as to why they're breaking up other than other obligations. Right. Other obligations could be work. Other obligations could be I'm going to the military. Other obligations could be. You know, I, I, my mom says I can't talk to you anymore or whatever the situation <laughs> right. may be. It is a other obligation that says that we cannot be together anymore. And that's what, that part in itself is what makes it gut wrenching because you don't tell me why you're breaking up. I can understand if y'all were both cheating or if I had a wife I had to go back to or any kind of situation like that. You just left it open for any interpretation. <laughs> so that in itself is like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> but it works with the song because anybody can adapt the song to their situation and what they're going through and it allows it to, to, to sink in just a little bit more. So for sure. Yeah. I like the, I like the vibe with it for sure. Um, it's got like a, you know, the Motown kind of sound like old school recording, uh, I love, I just, I love the sound of this song. I'm sure they have a lot of stuff that's similar to this where, um, they pause and then all of a sudden it goes from low to high with the vocals. You got different, different vocalists going. Um, are they like a, is it a trio? Like for the singers, is everybody singing on this? I thought it was the band. I don't know how you what that is but like there's a five man tree five man yeah. band that right. all the, they all do the vocals I love that and then they all have their own part that comes in and like the beat changes up a little bit and then you hear another like a uh, sound you know different instrument and it's high it's low it's oh, it's great dude mm-hmm. um, you know and of course it's a good it's a great good buy song um, it's probably how anybody would feel in a situation like this. But like, uh, yeah, like Taj was saying, it's a little bit hard to tell for sure exactly, you know, if, what what the what the circumstances are. Uh-huh. But uh, different different people have different views on everything. So yeah, this is old school. Definitely, definitely get this on vinyl too. <laughs> yep, I gotta get some vinyl going, but. This would sound great on a good sound system on a record. And, uh, yeah, this is kickback music, man. This is Friday night. Whiskey and a cigar, something like that. Yeah, fire pit. Because I'm looking for colder weather, dude. <laughs> Excuse me to get away from the heat, but then bring the heat. I don't know why I would want to do that, but, yeah. Yeah, good luck with that. We're in the wrong state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I'm not in the wrong state. We ain't worried about that. That's true. (laughs) Bastard. All right. Well, finally, but not least, 
Uh, Taj. Yes. What is your song for this theme? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I I picked my my song for this theme with kind of I, I put added pressure on myself, which led me to pick a super popular song. But uh, the thing was, like, I was trying to find a goodbye song that wasn't about. Uh, leaving a lover or a girlfriend or something, right? I, I would just try and find like a just a really plain, you know, g- generic g- goodbye song. Uh, ended up also finding a song that, um, you know, is goodbye without saying goodbye. <laughs> so uh, the song I pick is um, See You Again. Uh, it's from 2015 by uh, Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth. And I'll tell you when I see you again We've come a long way From where we And um, And it came out, yeah, 2015 uh, So this song is, you know, uh, about friendship It's about, hey, I'll see you again You know, it, it's goodbye without saying goodbye um, It's a super popular song I know I heard it all over the place uh, It's supposedly... It, on this, it uh, spent tw- 12 non-consecutive weeks on top of U- U.S. Billboard 100s, uh, tying for Eminem's M&M's loose, uh, Lose Yourself. Um, it was the second longest rap number one song in U.K., uh, up against uh, Old Town Road by Lil Nas. Um, and, Lil Nas X. Yeah. yeah, Lil Nas X, yeah. And then it was... Uh, like it, it broke some numbers on Spotify. Like it, it beat out One Direction's song. It, so like th- this song like broke a bunch of records, and I didn't realize until I picked it that it was in the Fast and the Furious Seven because <laughs> uh, I didn't see <laughs> Fast Seven. Yeah, it's so. in Fast Seven for sure. <laughs> so, uh, which I'm a then, fan. yeah, which then <laughs> totally makes sense. Uh, and and, and oh. that's. That's kind of what this song is. This song is that like bro moment, like, you know, hey, we're going into the mission. One of us isn't coming out uh, back alive, but we're not going to say goodbye till I see you again next time. <laughs> you know, because like in, in case one of us doesn't come back alive, you know, we're not going to say goodbye because we're, we're too, you know, <laughs> you know, we got to be optimistic that both of us are going to live. <laughs> but, <laughs> but one of us might, might not. <laughs> You gotta watch Fast Seven, there, bro. <laughs> okay, that's all I'm gonna say about that. You gotta watch Fast Seven. Okay. Um, all right. So, but what did you think of the song? <laughs> um. Well, I normally don't gravitate towards most popular music these days. Um, I couldn't tell you, uh, uh, was it Wiz Khalifa? Wiz Khalifa? Yep. Yeah. Um, I couldn't really tell you any songs by, by him. Um, you, you just don't want to. You totally. <laughs> no, really. I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe I've heard them, but I just definitely yeah. don't know the names for black sure. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. That's, that's not ringing a bell. Honestly. <laughs> if you were to pick up his hits, though, you'd find a ton of Wiz Khalifa. But, but anyway, you know. um, so like when he when he when when he picked a song, um, I still had no clue what the song was, and I haven't seen a Fast and Furious movie 
um, probably since the first one. And coincidentally, the Hobbs, and, Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> I saw that one too. Oh, I know, I know. Fuck, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, you but, just yeah. did an injustice to the so, whole franchise, dude. When it, when it played on the <laughs> streaming service, and and then I saw the album cover, I'm like, Fast Seven. What? <laughs> you know. So and then and then the song started, and then I'm listening to the lyrics. I'm like, Oh, okay, I know. I know why that what why this song uh, is in the in the movie, you know, and I know what the song is about now, and um, yeah, I mean, I I did enjoy it, um, you know, for for you know someone who gravitates towards older music for sure. Um, this was was entertaining to listen to, and you know, I I enjoyed it a couple of times. I I heard it. Um, normally, not something that I would pick, um, or or like seek out but uh as far as like you know decent pop music popular music these days i i i don't think you 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 can do no wrong with this i think this is one of the better ones i've heard um and you know and and like i i enjoy i like the the lyrics are great and it it was you know i could definitely when i hear the song i can i can see how someone who listens to the song can fill in the gaps for themselves or like feel like it, it brings back these emotions about people that they, they may, you know, people they know who have passed on. So anyway, um, so yeah, I, this, I, this is, this is a good choice. You want to yeah. fill them in Damon or you want me to? <laughs> I mean, you might be I mean, better I, at it, but rest uh, in peace, Paul Walker, you know, exactly. exactly. Uh, I mean, yeah. Vin Diesel, you know, he and Paul Walker, they, they had that camaraderie, and it does. It's not always about dying, but it, you know, it, there's that's that's a thing here in this, you know, the Fast Seven. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know the whole. I think outside of the franchise, I love the franchise. Not everybody agrees, but um, I think Wiz Khalifa's great. Like this is a really good song. I love the kind of like yeah, it has almost got like a vacation sound to it a little bit with that um uh just that good vibe. It's got a good vibe. These are artists that like good vibes, and that's what I like yeah. about them. That's what I like about the song. I think he picked a really good song. Uh, so for a good vibe song, it's great. Yeah, but it's it's not just somebody dying. It's also like something ending. Uh, something that you know. Things that can't last sense. forever. What's that? That makes sense. It, it, yeah. Now I know where you're coming from. Yeah. Because okay, I know what. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So just to put it out there, um, Fast 7 was the last movie that Paul Walker was in of uh, the Fast and Furious franchise. Um, he actually died before they were able to finish the filming. So they did the um, fake imagery where they post his face on his brother's body. Mm, his yeah. brother actually stood in in order to finish out the scenes. Um, and this was the potential saying goodbye or farewell to him. Um, even though the movie shows him breaking off and in the universe of Fast and Furious, Paul Walker's not dead. His character is not dead. Um, you know, you know that we know that he has to pass on and this was their tribute to him, um, within the song and using it as, as the main song for the series. Um, or at least for that for that movie in the series, um, this is an excellent representation of a goodbye. 
It doesn't have to be just by death. It, it could be by just going separate ways, which is what you see in the end clips of the movie. Sorry, spoiling for anybody, but if you ain't seen it by now, you probably ain't going to go back and watch it anyway. So it's going like that. Um, I rewatch the Fast movies. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those that it's one of those quintessential songs that, you know, for the younger generation and the older generation, people can respect the song. Because it is it is an ending of things and a beginning of a new, and you don't know exactly how your roads may cross ever again. But you know, till I see you again, you know, just know that it's nothing but love. And that if there's anything has to do with goodbyes, that is the quintessential thought of a, what a goodbye is. It's not the fact that I just hate you and can't stand you and never want to be around you. It's the fact <laughs> that I understand it's the ending of a, of an era. Yeah, I think like like uh, you know to add to that when people say goodbye, especially it's like goodbye to like a friend or somebody that you've built like something with, and you almost feel like a piece of you is going with them because a lot of times yeah. you build yourself on the people from the people around you, and yeah. you know like you know, clicks are formed and you know whatever. But that's it's a character builder, and whether you're a kid or older, like you. Can always build on shit, you know? yeah. So that's that's part of what is the hardest. You feel like a piece of you is leaving. So, well, uh, yeah, no, for for sure, yeah, because uh, that like it, it kind of seems weird, but like the the weirdest thing my my mom ever said when my grandmother passed away is like, you know, uh, what you're losing is somebody that you shared a memory with. Like now, you're the only one that has that memory. You, you can't yeah. go up to somebody and be like, you remember when? Because there is nobody that remembers that. So, but yeah. So, okay. And uh, it's definitely out there. Yeah. Uh, before we close up this segment, just just so you know that the fans know, uh, Brandon actually picked his theme first, and and I picked mine second. So, <laughs> I I picked hello after he picked goodbye because I was like, but you know, I tried to give reasons why I picked it. So, but yeah. <laughs> But I, I do truly feel like there's a lot more goodbye songs and a lot more easier goodbye songs and hello songs. And yeah. Like, yeah. Because I feel like, because like I said, goodbye is something you have to work through. So it, it just, you can't just say it and you're done. So, but yeah. Right. But I'm glad you picked the song, man. Like if I had a, a best friend that we were, we were best friends for like 22 years. And he went his separate way, and I went mine. And every time I hear this song, it reminds me of him. I know he's still out there. If he's listening to the podcast, bro, I love you. I'm not going to be mad at you on your journey that you're on. I wish nothing but the best for you. And, you know, it's just the way that it has to be. So definitely a good pick, man. So, okay. Um, well, um, I think we're, we're done with side A. Uh, let's go ahead and pick up that record and drop the needle on side b uh brandon you had some uh homework for us didn't you yeah i did and boy do i have homework for you um yeah i'm just gonna go ahead and 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 say it the album is from 1970 the album is all things must pass by george harrison it was released in november 1970 uh i think they started recording it in april of that year, right at the time the Beatles broke up. 
And this album was worked on from April through October and then released a month later in November. Um, this was George Harrison's first solo work after the breakup of the Beatles. And this is actually his third solo album. But I think I read somewhere once that George Harrison really felt that this was his first solo album because the other two, Wonderwall music and electronic sound, they weren't traditional songs. Um, it was more sound than anything else. Um, and when this album came out, it was a triple album. There were two LPs and then a third LP, which was basically just jams. They called it Apple Jams. Um, but those first two albums, you know, there's four sides all together, um, are just filled with hit after hit. Um, it was a commercial and critical success. Um, this album has been listed on, you know, greatest albums of all time uh, in so many different publications, you name it. Um, it, and, and this album is really, really important, I think, for George Harrison, George Harrison's journey. Um, you know, a lot of these songs he had been writing for years. Um, and George Harrison, you know, I talked to about him before. I think when we did a Beatles uh, episode, you know, I picked a song that was written by George Harrison. And I talked a little bit about him. Um, he always it always felt like he was, you know, the, the, the third wheel uh, in the Beatles. I mean, definitely Paul and John um, received most of the attention and the accolades um you know towards the end of the beatles he definitely became more and more of a stronger songwriter and in my opinion um i think of all the solo work that the beatles accomplished or each individual from the beatles of all the solo work this is the best album by any of them i think it beats out paul john and ringo uh, by by a clear mile. Uh, again, my opinion, but it's right. I know it is. Um, George Harrison is my favorite Beatle, which wasn't always the case. Um, you know, I think I was definitely a Paul guy at first. Um, but as I got older, I really appreciated George Harrison. And, you know, a lot of it, I think, stems from this album. I don't remember the first time I heard the full album. I mean, there are definitely hits on here you know like uh my sweet lord and stuff like that that you've heard in movies and television uh and of course i grew up hearing those songs but i never really truly appreciated george harrison until you know i felt like i was probably the right age to understand where george harrison's coming from and this album is full of different kind of sounds and different kind of music you know, you have rock, you have spiritual, gospel, country. And George Harrison was a spiritual guy. And that was something that um, he continued to have themes of, of his spirituality in his music. Um, and it's definitely, you know, on on display on, in on this album. Um, you know, he he wrote very personal songs Um and I, like I said, I think George Harrison always felt that he just kind of felt 
out of place in the Beatles. But a few years before the Beatles broke up, you know, I think he started finding this footing and he definitely befriended a lot of musicians that I think influenced him, um, like Bob Dylan. He became friends with Bob Dylan. They even co-wrote songs together. Bob Dylan didn't co-write too many songs with a lot of artists, but he wrote some songs with George Harrison. You can hear it on this album. Um, he was also big friends with uh, the band as well and felt like equals, which he never felt like in the Beatles as far as my knowledge uh, goes. I don't feel that he ever really did. Um, so anyway, um, I'm just going to go ahead and circle back to my feelings about the album. Um, I won't go too much more into history uh, about the the production. I do want to mention that there were a lot of artists on these sessions. Uh, Eric Clapton was on there. Billy Preston was on there. Ringo Starr, Badfinger. Um, you know, the list goes on and on. And I don't feel that there's, I don't think there's a bad song on here. I even enjoy that third LP with, with the, the jam session. But I think every song is phenomenal. They're very different from each other. Um, there's so much different sounds. I feel like George Harrison put his heart and soul on the tracks. It, 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 I don't know. It just, it resonates with me. It is one of my favorite albums of all time. This album means a lot to me. Um, it was an album that when I rediscovered it or really discovered it, it was at a time where I needed it. And I, I even listened to the, I have the LP and I listened to the LP again today before the episode. And I had the same feelings that I did the first time I heard it. This just, this really just opens up my, my soul. And I feel like George Harrison gets me when I listen to it. And I can't say that about a lot of artists. Even if you guys bash this, it doesn't matter to me because I feel like I have a personal connection to this album. And that's what be that, that means more. That means so much to me. So, um, all right. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm rambling like I always do, which, you know, that's what I'm known for. Um, this is an album that is for me and I love it dearly. And I love George Harrison. If someone asked me who's like, one of my favorite artists of all time, George Harrison will be immediately up there. There's a few that kind of mine. I don't even have to sing twice because this album just, uh, just, I, I love it so much. Um, there are, like I said, I love every song on here. It is hard to pick one because I feel like, you know, you're picking your, your favorite child. Um, and, I decided I wanted to go with something I didn't want to, I wanted to go with a little bit deeper cut. I didn't want to go with like the big hit, big hits. So the one I went with is run of the mill. Everyone has choice. Uh, run of the mill is my, my favorite track, uh, on here today speaking to you now. Um, but I do love every song on here and I will listen to this multiple times again this year and every year that I have the opportunity. Um, all right. I'm going to go ahead and hand the mic to the floor. 
you guys go ahead and say what you have to say. Don't spare my feelings. Uh, I feel really, really confident in my decision. This album means so much to me. Uh, you can't take that away from me. Um, anyway. So, so can, can I get run of the mill to play whenever I have an Escalade phone call, especially the, the first part? Like, the, the lyrics in there, it's like, it, it's your choice whether to raise your voice. You know, just play that part <laughs> before I take phone calls. Um, no, I, I, I like this album. I, I loved it a lot, uh, actually. It... It's weird because I had, I think I had picked, uh, I got my mindset on you for this podcast, which is him in the 80s. Um, and I had never actually listened to this album before. It felt like it, it cause it's weird because I love the Beatles, you know, and I know most of the Beatles. This felt like more Beatles to, to me. It, and, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And, and this may sound like a weird analogy, but kind of what I kindly finally decided on is like, I feel like George was the heart of the Beatles. Paul was the, the mind. John was the, the soul and Ringo was just the personality. So I, I, I don't know. Like it, it kind of seems like a weird, but it felt like this was the, the heart of the Beatles continuing. Um, and I know it's him individually, but just the, the concepts, the, the lyrics, the, the music, um, it, it just felt like more Beatles and, and then I, I liked all of it. Um, you know, just, it, it felt like continuation of, of what was, and I know it was him as an individual, but it, it was just amazing because nobody else ever has that same feel. And so to, to, to feel like it was the Beatles carrying on, even though it's just George was amazing to me. Um, my pick is, because it's it's so high concept uh and when i guess maybe it's not that that high concept but uh is uh beware the darkness watch out now take a that is just a amazing because all of them i like but when that one came out you're like oh man this one just stands out and i was like and i and i don't think that's one of the bigger hits i know sweet lord but uh but yeah or my sweet lord but this one i had never heard before and i was like ooh, i like this one yeah i went with uh i went with hear me lord hear you lord <laughs> yeah hear me lord um not the my sweet I, lord <laughs> What, 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 what did you think it was called? Oh, no, I, <laughs> okay. I missed it. So anyway, uh, okay. I, but yeah, I like I like that song a lot. I like, well, I like, first of all, I like the, the second half of the album more than the first half. I like the jam band stuff. I like, um, I like Hear Me Lord. because it has such a really good beat and I guess I don't know Rolling Rolling Stone was saying that it's like a big statement for that was one of the things they said about that song for this album but this album's like critically acclaimed like this is huge right uh Phil Sector yeah it was cool that he did that with uh did this with George Harrison and he had I think you had Tiny Tim and like Bob Dylan working on Hear Me Lord, which is which is pretty awesome. Um, 
I think Tiny Tim is he's a different artist for sure but like everybody like you said Brandon is collaborating with George Harrison you must have been a likable guy uh, <laughs> must have been something about him you know uh, but uh yeah, I thought this was like started out weird because I didn't know if I was going to like it in the beginning. And there's 23 songs on, on this album uh, that we listened to. So there's a lot there. I didn't know quite. So my, my pick is Hear Me Lord, but it's Johnny's birthday. I didn't know what that that was such a weird fucking song. <laughs> it like sounded like something that one of the Beatles or the Beatles would, would make. Like they do some, I think some of their records, you play it backwards and it's like, Paul is dead. Like it's all this weird shit that you can, you can get out of like the Beatles, like payday, you know, they, they were having so much fun and they, like you said, his 80s stuff, like George Harrison's 80s stuff is really good too. What, what a diverse musician, man. (laughs) And who the fuck's going to say something bad about the Beatles? I mean, I guess you can. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of people that, that would, but not me. I mean, so I like I like the like the last two were really awesome. I remember Jeep. It's like weird that you know that's a weird name. I guess the way he says it, but like my wife had a Jeep that got wrecked, <laughs> and so now she remembers Jeep. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of that's what it made me think of. But like that's an instrumental. Uh, thanks for the pepperoni is fucking awesome. <laughs> I mean, it's just like this goes on and on and on and on. You, like, you think it's over, you think it's going to stop at like where it's at in the middle of the album. And then, bam, Hear Me Lord is like fucking kicking ass. And then just everything after that is like, it's Johnny's birthday is the weirdest one on here, <laughs> I thought. But I thought it was cool. And I didn't know, you know, if it was like reference to John, but. Um, maybe, probably, I don't know. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's, it's, you can go, you can go really far into this. Like you get lost in this, this type of music and then you can get lost in the history. You can get lost into, you know, like you said, the band and then you go on another trip there and then it's just, it's another journey after journey after journey. These are the musicians that are like the pioneers. I mean, music today is because of these motherfuckers that were kicking ass so yeah i think this is a great album pick um yeah you gotta you gotta be ready for it you gotta you gotta be open to it if you haven't heard any beatles stuff or george harrison stuff then you know that's that's where you gotta be like ready for it and open to what you might like and i hope you do (laughs) i love it so but not every not everybody knows the beatles stuff george harrison i mean this this album i've never listened to this album uh so yeah this was this was a treat man yeah i hadn't heard this album in totality uh, until you brought it up and i'm glad that you did because i can understand exactly why you love it um i can also say that i never thought of George Harrison as the strong independent type to pull away. I always thought that was Paul Zemo. Um, but for the fact of him putting out this particular album, um, putting out so many, uh, renditions of the album, um, that you had to go through and look through the different categories, the way it was produced, the way it was mixed, the extra songs that were added in, things of that nature. Um, it took on a life of its own. 
And furthermore, it made me not only a listener, a avid want to listen, but it made me a believer in what he was coming with and how his style actually evolved from the Beatles and, and creating his own path moving forward. Um, my particular song that I like is uh, What Is Life? That one like sticks to me like glue. I couldn't get away for it for nothing. I literally listened to it five times in a row just because um, it, it spoke to me in a way that a couple of other songs necessarily didn't. Not saying that they're not great and they're all right, but this was the one that really stuck to me and, and allowed me to, to see George in a different light. And one light that I actually like um, because I I am a, as a believer of bandmates that are together make the best quality music and you see bands split up and you see solo artists come out of it some are hit and miss some you know could get on but they're going the pop route that you know they really don't have any control over the music or what they're doing some go a completely opposite route and then you don't even like listening to what what they come out with because they're trying to be too artistic in this particular situation he knocked this shit out the park this was a solid, solid fucking album. And I will put this up against anything that anybody else did um, in comparison to, and, and we like to see how it would battle out because there are so many damn songs on here that you can feel and understand where he's coming from. And, and it'll put a smile on your face, but it'll also put a warmth in your heart. Some of it could be a little cold, but this is a full album. It is a true album. It is an artistry album. And it's definitely something that everybody needs to check out. That's all I got to say about it. So oh, sweet, man. Yeah. Great words. And, and uh, so, I mean, so if not for you, wasn't one of the hits on this, was it? Because that one, I mean, the thing, like the other crazy thing, like all the songs, like are, like a whole bunch of different themes. Like it's not all love songs. Like there's one of everything on here, basically. Uh, but yeah, if not for you, is a great love song for sure. So, yeah, 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 and um, I mean, some of the songs are about the Beatles breaking up too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but. Well, thanks, guys. Um, it was really thank really you, man. Awesome. It's really awesome to hear what you you each had to say. Um, and before we go, uh, we do have some homework for next week's episode. And Diedrich, what are we listening to? 2012, Beach House, Bloom, Mic Drop. <laughs> All right. So make sure you listen to that for for next next time. Um, I want to take a moment before we sign off just to let our listeners know um, the other hosts uh, are in the loop. Um, but I, there is a reason why there's a theme that runs rampant in this episode. If, uh, if you haven't caught on already, um, I just wanted to let everybody know that I am leaving the show. Uh, I will be here for a couple more episodes. Um, but this was my last choice album. And that's why I wanted to end it with with a, a bang and one of my favorite albums of all time. 
Um, I've had a great time uh, on the show. I will talk uh, probably a little bit more in depth on that last episode. Um, but um, I just wanted to make sure everybody was aware in case, you know, a few episodes down the road, you're like, what happened to that guy? Well, uh, this guy is, 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 uh, is moving on. Um, but hopefully I'll be able to come back for some special episodes here and there if they'll have me. So, um, but again, I'll talk more in depth about this on that last episode. Um, I'm sure we'll have a few things to say or maybe nothing. And they're very happy to see me go. So we'll just replace you with AI. So whatever you want (laughs) Have Brandon shine in. I'm sure the AI will still have great choice. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Yeah. So, um, all right, cool. I mean, unless anybody else has something to say, um, let's go ahead and sign off then. Um, Taj, go ahead and do your thing. All right. Well, this has been uh, Choice Tracks. You can find us on our website of choicetracks.com uh, or email us at choicetracks at gmail.com. Both of those end with a Z. We have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. And we ask that you please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go ahead and sign out. I'm Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm Damon. And I'm Dietrich. And uh, we're going to pick up the needle. But y'all keep spinning those choice tracks.